is defined as the unlawful, premeditated killing of one human being by another. However, being charged and convicted of murder isn't always as simple as a definition. With that said, let's talk murder. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Murder with Diamond Kisan. I am your host, Diamond Kisan. And for those who may be new, Let's Talk Murder with Diamond Kisan is a crime-based podcast that takes an inside look at the crime from the side of the accused. In each episode, we go beyond the headlines and get up close and personal to the story via the words of the individual charged with the crime. On this episode of Let's Talk Murder, we explore the case of Karan Arley Knighton. This one... Ooh, this one's pers this one is personal for me. It hit close to home. Um you know what? Let's talk about it. These headlines come from the Covington News um website. It was posted by Daryl Welch and it shows it was last updated January 9th, 2018. Seventeen year old Karan Ali Knighton was sentenced to life in prison this morning at the Newton County Judicial Center during a hearing before Alcove Circuit Chief Judge John M. Ott. The former Newton County High School sophomore was convicted by a jury last October for the 2016 stabbing death of 18-year-old Marquise Samuel Harris. Harris was killed May 19th during a fight with Knighton outside of the gated Wesleyan subdivision on Boogers Hill Road where he lived. Saying our society suffers because the, the wave of violence in our communities Ought sentenced Knight into life for Harris's murder, plus an additional mandatory five years for possession of a knife used while committing the crime. Why do young people think the answers to having their feelings hurt is a weapon, Ott asked. Deputy Chief Assistant District Attorney Candace Branch said Knighton will not be eligible for parole until he has served at least 35 years. Knighton's attorney, Jeff Banks, said he will move for a new trial immediately. Again, this is from the Covington News website by Daryl Welch, updated January 9th, 2018. Now, y'all ready? Let's talk murder. So, I had the chance to reach out to Karan and get his take on the story. And it... Let me tell you all, before I get started, I have younger brothers. And, um, you know, I grew up in the inner city. So, for me, growing up as a teenager, having fights literally was an everyday thing. For me being Diamond Kisan, you know how in the color purple she says all my life I had to fight? Nah, baby. I literally all my life had to fight. So, for me, this one hits way differently. In any case, I'll save that for Diamond Kisan's thoughts. In speaking with Mr. Karan, here's what he had to advise for the questions that were asked of him. One... What do you recall most about the morning of the crime? He said, the morning of the crime was a regular morning I went to school. Only thing he had planned was to take his final exams in school and study for the next exam when he got home. Um, the moments leading up to the incident that took place, what was going through your mind? Karan advised, I thought as if maybe when he came to my house and threatened me, we was just... He was just playing, but I realized and didn't want anything to happen at school considering his gang affiliation, so I agreed to the fight and bought my sister so that I wouldn't be alone with the deceased. The moments after the incident took place, what was going through your mind? Karan advised, i never been in a situation like that before, so I didn't know if I should run or call the police. I figured the police wouldn't 
believe me. So I just went home and let my sister call them. What do you remember most about your trial and why does this memory stick out for you? When the judge killed my entire defense and told the jury to consider only the fact that I stabbed him and not consider that he had the knife and I took it from him. I need you all to remember that portion. Not consider that he had the knife and I took it from him. Question 6. What's your take on the evidence that was presented? The evidence mostly was in my favor. Only thing was that they lied about my sister's statement to kill her credibility. And she testified and it was on file that she said opposite of their story that I defended myself. They tried to manipulate evidence by saying they couldn't find the knife when I told them where it where it was. I cooperated fully and the police proved again that they can't be trusted. They are corrupt and they have always been. Seven, do you feel your attorney had your best interest at heart? My attorney never seen a judge so prejudiced in his career, so he was shocked by his rulings. So of course I take that as a yes, you all. Eight, do you feel your attorney did all they could do to defend you? Well, considering the judge, you could say he did because the judge wouldn't let him pass anything he tried to do. And nine, if you could say anything at all to the general public about this crime, what would you say? Karan advised, I would tell the public I did what I did. I did what I had to do to defend myself and you all would do the same. I feel sorry for the family, but it was my life or his. I was only 16. I had no control over that situation. I was just scared. I'm not capable of killing somebody maliciously. Deep. And 10, how has life been since being incarcerated? Karan advised, life in prison is psychological torture. I was once 16. I had fights at 16. Listen, people bought things to the fights. Fights turned out to wars. Quran Knighton could have been me. Like, by the grace of God, it's never been to that extreme for me. But this could be one of my younger brothers. So let's talk about this. So, based on what Mr. Quran told us, the deceased bought the knife to the fight. And during the fight at some point... Quran ended up taking it from him or getting it from him and um, the deceased was stabbed and which ultimately led to their passing. I don't, I don't know you all. I, whoo, then you have a judge who shuts down everything my attorney tries to do. Now, here's my thing. What experience does this attorney have? Like at some point, not, come on, you, can everything be shot down? Obviously, yes, because it's happened. So now what? Do we, does Quran fight through the appeal process? Do we look at the original case to see just how much prejudice was involved, if there was some bias? This hit so deep. For my young black boys out there, understand that I get it. You have to protect yourself. We have to survive. Life isn't always peachy keen, but there are consequences for our actions. And sometimes, baby, mm, you are stuck between a rock and a hard place. Quran said himself, he said it was going to be my life or his. Oh, I could not fathom being 16, being afraid for my life, having to fight someone with alleged gang affiliation, and being forced 
to think of the concept, my life or theirs. I've always been the kind of person who said, if it's me or you, I'm going to choose me. But it's easier said than done when you really have to do it. We're talking murder. We're talking being sentenced to life plus a mandatory five years. What the fuck? So I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back to life and give you five more years, judge? Like, I don't... Uh-uh. This is this some bullshit. Let's just call it spade a spade. This is some bullshit. And I am perplexed. I don't believe in juvenile life. Let me be clear. I don't believe in juvenile life. I don't believe at 16 a person can comprehend having life. I don't believe at 16 we should sentence someone to life because we know as human beings we evolve over time. We know that who we are at 16 is not who we are at 21. It's not who we are at 30. I do not believe in sentencing juveniles to life. Listen, this one hits so close to home. I called my brothers. I told them I love them. I told them to be safe because we from Boston and we ain't from the Boston you see on television. We from Roxbury, Dorchester, we hang in Mattapan. This one is serious to my young black boys who feel like it's you or it's going to be, it's going to be you or somebody else. Find a way out. Find a way out. Talk to someone. Please do not get caught up in the system. If you please, there has to be another way. Because this is some bullshit. I have another way of putting that. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's some bullshit. And I'm sorry if you're offended. I apologize. I'm black. I'm young. I was once a teenager, and I had to fight, so I get it. So on this Diamond Kisan's recap, forgive me if I've offended you, but it is what it is. I want to know what you all have to say. Please hit me up and let me know your thoughts. On social media, you can find the show on Twitter at Let's Talk Murder, Instagram and Facebook at LTMWDK. That's Twitter, Let's Talk Murder, or Instagram and Facebook, LTMWDK. I'm Diamond Kisan. And we've just talked murder. And we've also talked a juvenile who was sentenced to life. Bullshit. Until next time, stay safe and never be afraid to talk murder.